Hey, it's Priscilla. And this is Sophia. And you're listening to Girl, You're Not Alone. Quick disclaimer, we are not professionals. We are just two friends who wanted to come together to create a community for you guys. Because you guys might be going through what we have been through. So grab your snack, grab a blanket, and let's chat. Hey guys. Hey everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to PS You're Not Alone. Yes. And if you're not a follower, follow us, subscribe, go give us a review, please. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, Thank you guys for being patient with us, for not putting out a episode last Tuesday. Um, We both had some pretty busy weekends. So needless to say, very busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, some family stuff going on. So thank you guys for being patient and tuning in this th- Tuesday for another episode. Yeah. So, Sophia, why don't you go ahead and open up with, like, a win from this past week? Yes, a win. Oh, man. Um, I go on my Greece trip very soon. So that's, that's a very big win because I was the one that did a lot of the planning so um hopefully this goes on without a hitch (laughs) that'll be exciting Um, cross your fingers (laughs) i'm not a planner so it'll be interesting to see what you have like laid out yeah i mean i i was the one that found the tickets and found the hotel so and we're going to mykonos which is a beautiful island in greece and i didn't want to go to like the most touristy spot i wanted to kind of i know my mom wanted something a little bit more low-key so we went to this beautiful beach and there's a hotel on the beach so i'm excited i'm excited for the sea view i can't wait to see your photos <laughs> everyone says they're gonna taking. be beautiful yeah everyone says take a bunch of photos so yeah but yeah what well, about you what's your win for this week my win for this week is i gotta go see my sister so that was a lot of fun um yeah she just had a surgery and needed some help so i went to help her and her husband and their four kids so it was a lot of fun. Ooh, I got to see, kids. yeah, I got to see my nieces and nephews. Um, <laughs> had a little bit of a fail. I thought we, so John booked us a hotel and it was, I told him like the one requirement was it had to have a pool. Um, he booked us a hotel that is also a museum. So it was super dope. Oh my god! But it did not have a pool. So I had some very disappointed <laughs> nephews and I had to make up for it. So, oh man. But we did i bought them ice cream and then took them to a waterfall so it was all fine <laughs> i can't imagine as a kid going to a museum instead of being promised a pool <laughs> i know i was like and we even brought them there to swim and they had their swim trunks on and then i was like where is the pool there was not a pool oh, no, so Johnny. but it was a win because i got to see them yeah i'm sure that was really nice it's always nice to see your niece and nephew yeah yeah um, so today's episode, we're going to be kind of talking about church hopping. I know we, in our last episode with Rissa, which was amazing talking to her, we kind of ta- hinted a little bit about church hopping and is it a bad thing? Is that a good thing? What's, what's the difference? What's the, what's the tea basically on church hopping? So we wanted to kind of talk about that and also, um, ups and downs in faith. Yeah. I personally think that church hopping can be a negative thing and a positive thing Mm -hmm. i think if you're unwilling to sit under anyone unless they meet your standards or your beliefs or maybe 
a lifestyle you're living that you shouldn't be living. Um, it could necessarily be a bad thing because it could mean you're just like searching for whoever is going to tell you you're okay and you're in the right, Ooh. which isn't always healthy. No, But I also think it's a great thing because I think that there are seasons we go through. And if I had, say had like a teenager and the church I was going to didn't have a youth group, then it may be better for me to switch churches temporarily just for my child. Right. Right. Um, same thing for like being a newlywed. If the church you're going to doesn't have any like newlywed couples and you kind of need that like friendship group or guidance, I think it, it would be beneficial to possibly go to a different church. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you know, technically I'm a church hopper. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I went from one t- entirely different church to another. So I think when they use this term, it's more of like, you don't have a home church and they're being derogatory towards it where you know you're bad for not having a home church which is kind of controversial you know what i mean yeah it's it's okay to be looking for something if you're not feeling fed or fulfilled in the place that you're in or if you're feeling like there's areas in your life where you need uplifting that maybe that church isn't giving you then it's okay to go and maybe try out another service and you don't know until you try you know you can't watch online and know exactly how that other church is going to feel until you actually kind of sit there and see and listen to the pastor and listen to the worship and figure out how you feel I mean you've said it before where you've gone to one because you were traveling or you've gone to one because you were trying something out and you felt instantly right away that was like "Eh." Yeah, this is not I've, the I've, church. I've been to a few sketchy churches. Um, mm-hmm. That one church that literally, there was a church that locked the doors. Um, oh, yeah, you told me the story. Yeah. they oh, scary. They locked the doors. Um, I can't remember if I, was it in the episode last week or two weeks ago that I mentioned it? I think so. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. they locked the doors and demanded money um, because they didn't raise enough money. Yes, it um, was. That was really awkward. I have been to churches where they would come up to you and tell you like, how you should wear your hair. They didn't believe that you should wear your hair up. So they would like go oh, up to people really? and tell them, yeah. Um, I was just a visitor a few times, but they would tell people to put their hair down. Um, so very awkward. <laughs> but then I've been to churches because I've traveled a lot. So I've been to a lot of different ones where like I walked in and like you could like feel the presence of God just like mm. being ushered in, you know, wow. and just like the beauty of it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in life in general you can get kind of stale too you know what I mean you mm-hmm. can get and that and that kind of hands and hands with up and down with your faith you can get um like a not dry consistent. spell yeah a dry spell not consistent when you know you should be consistent um and just a little that little change might re-spark something do you know what I mean like yeah I know for me um me personally right I love the way that our home church preaches, but also I like the type of where they teach you something. Like they go through, they are, I know some of the pastors that I know that I've been met through through my in-laws family, They there's some pastors who do this thing, which is like a series where they go and they have a book like Daniel or, you know, John or Peter or something like that. They go, they choose a book and they go through, do a series on that specific book. Yeah. And 
that's something that's super interesting to me and feeds me a lot because I haven't grown up in it so I haven't fully read the bible and I haven't done a lot of um what is it the life groups and things like that groups yeah. groups where bible studies and things like that um everything is either done with one other person or I've done one before but now COVID hit so there wasn't a whole lot of life groups or bible yeah. study groups so I like groups yeah I like a good like bible study group when I was in college like one of my favorite times was one of the ladies I went to church with and I also went to school with her kids um but she would host like a women's bible study kind of thing mm. um was it just for women or did her sons come too I feel like it was just us ladies I could be wrong well those terrible are the memory where you learn but like I just remember having like so much fun and yeah. like excitement for those times because like she was so prepared <laughs> She would have, like, full printouts for us, like, cards, pins, ready to go. And, like, I just remember, like, because you, you get a dive into, like, the meat of the word. Yeah. Which also, like, we can't rely on, like, one person to give us the meat. Yes. Like, we have to search for the meat ourselves Because if we're, like, basing our relationship off of someone else's relationship with God and expecting them to always teach us that then like we're in the wrong and like coming to that realization that like I can't always depend on people around me or mm. leadership around me I have to depend on myself is like it's really huge and can like transform your relationship with God yeah because they say it's your walk yeah with God you are in charge of your own salvation and no one else is in charge of it yeah. no one else is going to save you you and God that's I mean I feel like that not enough churches or not enough people recognize that yeah so if you need to go to another church and you need to say like hey i am getting fed here but i am feeling like i need something else then you then do it because that's i mean it's yeah. your your relationship with god and there's no shame in it no like we all go through seasons yes like sometimes there's seasons where you need like something a little bit more joyful mm -hmm. or you need something a little bit more quiet and silent you know yeah yeah how do you kind of recognize that you're in like a little slump when it comes to your faith i think it's just about honesty Ooh. like that's what it boils down to like yeah. can you be honest with yourself yes because like it's so easy to live in like in my opinion in a state of like almost like an imaginary world mm -hmm. like and like think that like you're doing one thing and the reality is no you're doing another thing um so i think it's just like honesty with yourself yeah that's a good that's a good point i feel like i get more anxious do you know what i mean i feel yeah. like i start losing a little bit of mental stability or or physical stability when i in am in a slump or i haven't been in my bible as often as i usually am i feel I definitely feel like heart gets a little heavier or brain gets a little heavier and and I think to myself like oh like what's going on why am I so you know freaked out a little bit and then I go to a really good service or yeah I have a really great God conversation with someone and it was like ah all right that's why that's probably why <laughs> so what do you do to get yourself like out of that out of the slump yeah um uh well 
I'm not as great, I guess. Not as great. That's not a good word to say. I'm... It's not me being as disciplined. It's I've put myself in situations where I'm forced to be disciplined and pull myself out of it. Like I lights, I volunteer at church. And especially when I go and do lights and have to really be in the mindset of what worship might look like and try to think about the songs and listen to the songs and figure out what the feel is like. It's, it pulls me straight into all of it. Do you know what I mean? It's not. So I've set that boundary for myself or set that expectation for myself that if I am, I'm, you know, volunteering for this team and when I go to do it, that I'm going to give it my 100% of my spirit and my focus. So it pulls me, it pulls me out of it. And because I go at least once a month, if I get into a little bit of a slump, I know that's coming soon to pull me out of it. Yeah. So that's a little tactic that I have. There's other things I do too. Um, like try to have a bunch of devotionals in the house to rely on or go back to. But I love a good devotional. Yeah, yeah. We should share some of our like favorites. Yes, maybe in the stories. Like, so when when we release this episode, guys, why don't we go ahead and share some of our like favorite devotionals? Yeah, we yeah. can like link them through Amazon for you guys to like click on. Oh yes, this one that I'm reading right now too is all about anxiety and confidence, which is I feel like hits the you know nail right on the head because I tend to have struggle with my anxiety and confidence so um so i'll go back to that or go back to one of a few of my favorite passages do you know what i mean like yeah um daniel i love him in the lion's den and also psalms i have a favorite passage in my in psalms that i'll go back to and reread um so things like that what about you what do you do to get yourself out of the slump um I like to, like, throw myself into my devotionals more and, like, make sure that, like, I am keeping myself accountable for them because it's so easy to, like, forget them or be too busy and not set the time aside I need to set aside. Um, And also, like, I'll try to, like, shift my mindset into, like, a thankfulness mindset. Mm, So That's really good. Something one of my, um, like, college mentors was really big on was journaling. And so... She always said, like, if you're going through, like, through something, if you can open a journal that's full of all these beautiful things that God's done for you, then you can read through and, like, be reminded, like, God is good. God is faithful. My life is incredible. Even though I'm going through whatever I'm going through or whatever it might be, like, I have those, like, positive situations to look back on and just be reminded of because it's so easy to, like, get stuck in the now and Mm -hmm. forget about what God's done in the past. Yeah. Um, she's also the same one that, um, talked about and like told me and other, other girls at our college about journaling about people or situations or jobs or something you might not like in the moment or you might be struggling with in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so like she talks about, she was like, if you have someone in your life, you do not like, or you're struggling with write down every single day something you like about them and she's like i know and she's like it can be something stupid like start off with their appearances i like the way they dress i like their eye color she's like and eventually because you're doing that every single day 
you're like shifting your mindset and now it can be well I really think like they add like value in this way or that way and then you start looking inside them and you start focusing on the good because sometimes the person isn't the issue sometimes it's our perspective Mm -hmm. so like oh yeah she helps like that helps like shift that perspective so wow what i like to do well there you go the thankfulness definitely helps you shift your perspective back to huge <laughs> yeah wow that's such a good advice that's so good i should do that i i like this advice it's life-changing like honestly yeah i feel like we're just not sometimes as a species we're not as thankful as we should be yeah. you know what i mean um as well and it's very easy currently especially like with the world we live in like mm-hmm get things now focus on yourself oh yeah everything is like self-care and self-focused and all those things are great but if we live in a state of self 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 and not god Mm -hmm. then like it's very easy for us to become unthankful and unappreciative for things oh that's such a good point that is such a good point because it's not about you it's not supposed to be about you your relationship is supposed to be about god yep everything's supposed to be about god and he's the one that brings the joy he's the one that brings the you know that uplifting joy that Mm -hmm. fills up your chest and like you know makes you walk a little taller yeah just when that right song in the car comes on oh exactly (laughs) the right worship worship song or you know that one person who worships the way that really resonates with you and she sings or he sings and it and it just hits you right right yeah right in the feels oh yeah i think there's nothing like more beautiful than watching people like worship god yeah like it's it's literally beautiful that is that yes it's it's majestic kind of yeah (laughs) not to be super corny but it's definitely majestic and it um you can't help but smile yeah you know but yeah it so if you're not feeling that all if you want you know it if you're not feeling that all the time if you're not feeling that at all at the church that you're in then you have every right to try to find it you know and even if you're labeled as a church hopper it's okay if you're trying to find it well and you hold the power of what that means on you Mm, yes no one else holds the power of what that label looks like on you like if someone wants to call you sassy, mm-hmm. like you can decide whether that's negative or positive. If someone wants to call you a church hopper, you can decide whether that's negative or positive. Right. Um, now, obviously, if you're a mean person, <laughs> then maybe, maybe look inside. But honestly, like you define, like no one else can define you. Right. And we're not trying trying to take away from having a home church because you need a home church. You need oh, a community. Absolutely. Yeah. And accountability. Yes. Like, accountability is huge. Right. Absolutely. You can't sustain, uh, church, like, indefinite church hopping. Yeah. But, you know, you also can't sustain being in a place that takes away from you versus giving. Yeah. Sometimes it, it just takes, like, sometimes it just takes, like, a fresh perspective or, like, going to a new church like because it can be so easy to be like well my church isn't this this or that mm-hmm. or my church is this this and that and then going somewhere else and comparing it and it's like again like the bible says like comparisons a thief of joy right yes so like so they may look different but it doesn't mean they need to be compared right right like 
it's really like between you and God and like what you need in that moment. Right. Absolutely. And you know what else too? I feel like not a lot of people think about this in a lighter way. You can go to different churches to learn from them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even though you have your own home church, you can go to different churches to learn how do they do their production? You know, what is this pastor doing differently than what your pastor is doing how does their video look like versus what the video you do um just learn 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 how wow this is must be a bigger church what are they doing that makes them successful or what are they doing that i like versus what we could implement in our church yeah you know everything is supposed to be you can use it to learn you don't have to turn it into a negative light Oh, yeah. I love the fact that our pastor goes to other churches to get filled because, like, some pastors won't do that. Right. Um, Just because, like, they don't have the time or they feel like they know the only way. And so, like, it's really cool knowing that, like, he goes to other churches so he can learn. Right. And so he can be refilled and refreshed. So. Because, yeah, they need it, too. Yeah, they need exactly. It too. If, if he needs it, then, like, we need it. So. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I also kind of want to talk about um, why the community is so important. Because oh, they, yeah. You know, we talked about slums, and sometimes that might manifest in not going to church or um, not involving yourself as much as you used to and things like that. And people will notice. Yeah. And a good church community will reach out. Oh, yeah. So having that having that set community having that yourself in the community in your home church it's beneficial because when tough stuff happens oh yeah they reach out and like if they're reaching out then when you're ready to like show your face again quote unquote Mm -hmm. or come back or whatever it might be like it makes it that much easier like just knowing like that person reached out because they love me and they care right like not because i'm just another number in the seat but because they like genuinely care for me yeah and what i love about what our church does is they call out when like something major is going on and and some some a family needs help yeah oh i love that too i know they do like the food service too guys yeah where like whenever like a couple has a baby even and stuff like oh yeah they will like let you buy like gift cards or like send a meal or like whatever and it's it's the coolest thing like i love the like just like surrounding people with that like love yeah when i had my knee surgery and i you know it's not like i've been in the church for 20 years and i'm a veteran and you know what i mean but i i can't tell you how many people sent reheatable food a card with with you know gift cards to go eat somewhere um we were fed for weeks after my (laughs) major surgery i bet it made it easy too i was 100 percent surprised i was and so thankful and blessed and it didn't it make it it made it so much easier because connor can't cook yeah (laughs) and i couldn't stand long enough to cook well like that and like even financially like because that's a huge thing like Having a kid's a huge thing. Having knee surgery is a huge thing. Like, oh. so like that, like, just like rallying behind in a in a manner that like just makes you feel so loved. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. If you find it, guys, 
hold on to it. Yeah, because not every church does that. Yeah, not every not every church will rally behind you. I feel like some churches are more focused about getting bigger versus yeah. the one-on-one connection. Yeah, it can be it can be really easy to lose that like sight. Yeah. So, if you find it, keep it. <laughs> so, well, if you don't have anything else to talk about, I guess we can wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's one of those things, one of those things that you just don't ha- you don't think too much about. You know, if if someone labels your church hopper or just don't don't dwell too much on it because yeah. it you're you're trying to feed yourself and they should understand that. Yep. As long as you're not hopping to to get someone to tell you what you're doing is okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. If, if you're oh, not running from accountability. Say? Maybe it was, I think it was John that said this the other weekend where you need friends and you need people in your life that will rebuke you. Yes. Um, and that basically for those who aren't in church, that just means that you need people to tell you the truth. Yeah. You need like, people to surround you. When you're wrong. Yes. Like, they will tell you, like, listen. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. We love you, but something's wrong. Yes. <laughs> you need people in your life that will tell you the truth and tell you, like, hey, you're going down a dark path. You yeah. Need to, you need to pull back here. Um, so, which is 100% true. Yeah, it is. So, but yeah, if you guys are ever feeling a little lost or, you know stale in your faith reach out to us we have we're going to do the, that devotional of what our favorite yeah. devotionals are and um we can give you a little other tips and tricks to try to get yourself you know the engine started again <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thanks for tuning in we appreciate it yeah. again if you don't follow us or you haven't left a review please do so yes we so. always love that yes all right guys bye have a great day